0: You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a
1: wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello, and welcome to The Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey. And each week at the Football Radio Show, we give you our expert insight, analysis, and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Are you ready, Casey? I am frickin' ready, bro. (laughs) You've just crossed over into the trend zone. In today's episode, we will talk about lots of trades in the NFL. Amazing trade deadlines. The NFL doesn't do trades. (laughs) (laughs) They do now, baby. Also, we'll hit our Survivor slash Three Strikes pool, the fantasy go-backs of the week, and preview a handful of the killer games in Week 9. But, Casey, we can't get things started without... Delivering a couple of nugs to the people.
0: Oh, Dave, you know I'm always holding the dank nugs, baby. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the extra football extravaganza ends. It took eight weeks, but no overtime last week. We'll see if something <laughs> happens this week. And, Dave, we don't normally talk about kickers except when they get liquored up and go on TV and run their <laughs> mouth over and just kicks. But got to give it up to our guy, Adam Vinatieri, dude. Yeah. 2,550 points. Guess what? That is number one ever in NFL history. 23-year career. Multiple Super Bowl winning kicks. This guy's a stud. Still getting it done, man. It's amazing. Um, Got to give it up to uh, number four out there, man. Impressive
1: career. No doubt about it, dude. Those, those kickers really put up a ton of
0: points, dude. Spent a little time in the NFL E, if I remember correctly as well.
1: Wow. Was he a Scottish Claymore? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ryan, fire, baby! All right, Casey, let's They're move it. With dragon. But that's for another show. <laughs> oh, off-season football, spring football. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Top trending stories in the NFL, Court Casey. Obviously, it's all about the trades right now. Um, get us started, dude, with some of these big-time trades, man. A lot of a lot of people moving.
0: Oh yeah, dude. A couple of years ago, you would never see in-season trades with never. the NFL, and now it's changed a lot. We really love it. Um, Le'Veon Bell not on that list not showed up. He's MIA. No, tell him what's up with him. Damn. But moving on to the Packers, <laughs> they got rid of <laughs> Clinton Dix. They sent him to the Redskins for a fourth-round pick. You're going to put him back there with swearing to your man. That's a pretty nice uh, safety duo.
1: Dude, and the Jags get rid of uh, Dante Fowler Jr. They already decided not to pick up his fifth-year extension uh, that they could have. So they had kinda, that kind of spelt uh, that they were moving on from him in many ways. The Rams, though, jump in there with a third-round draft pick from 2019 as well as a 2020 fifth-round pick. This Rams team uh, treats draft picks like they have no value at all. They are stacking the roster, though, for a Super Bowl run this year.
0: And then a the pack again, dude. If uh, you want to get on the green grimaces
1: bad side, you just go ahead and run a football out and
0: fumble it. Ty Montgomery Gone. will play the rest of his football in a Ravens uniform uh, bag of chips for this, Davis seventh rounder in 2020.
1: Wow. Wow, he did a lot for them last season, too. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, speaking of uh, wide receivers slash running backs, these are some wide receivers that were moving. The Lions move uh, wide receiver Golden Tate to the Eagles. So Eagles... Uh, Uh, like the Rams kind of stacking for that Super Bowl, uh, defense there. They give a third rounder to the Lions to acquire Golden Tate, a guy in his thirties. And speaking of receivers in their thirties, the Broncos moved Demarius Thomas to the Texans for a 2019 fourth round, uh, fourth round pick. They also swapped seventh rounders for what that's worth. Uh, but Demarius Thomas, an older receiver with two years left at, at a pretty, uh, pricey value, about 10 million a season for him. Yeah, and then the, happy about this one. The
0: Giants sent Snacks Damon Harrison to the <laughs> Lions for a conditional fifth-round pick. Uh, sad about watching the Giants send Eli Apple to the Saints. Like seeing that guy in our division. Um, the last week, the Browns <laughs> traded uh, Carlos Hyde running back to the Jags for a 2019 fifth-round pick. Everybody's been talking about it. The Raiders traded Amari Cooper, the receiver, to the Cowboys for our first-round pick last year. Dave, we're looking at these other receivers. They're going with lower picks, but those are rental contracts, and those guys are in their 30s. Mar Cooper, only 24, two Pro Bowls under yeah. his belt. Dave, I'm coming around, baby. I want to see this guy. Uh, on the Cowboys, he's instantly their best receiver.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the Raiders obviously hitting the reset button uh, on their way out of Oakland and on their way to Las Vegas, uh, Vegas more than a se- more than a season from now, though. <laughs> All right, moving along, Casey, the Survivor slash Three Strikes pool. Who did you have in this week's Survivor? You know, on Monday night, I'm sitting there watching that game. And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see the Bills just.
0: You know, upset the Patriots? Why not? And then I was like, "Oh crap! I have the Patriots as my <laughs> knockout pick." So uh, they ended up prevailing in that one. It turned to be a laugher. towards the end.
1: It was tight for a little bit. It though. was. I had a very similar experience. Casey is. I was rooting for the Broncos to beat the Chiefs just to <laughs> knock them down. Only later to find out that I had selected the Chiefs as my three strikes pick. Luckily, the Chiefs took care of business for me this time, dude. Um, moving into the uh, most popular correction last week. It was uh, Pittsburgh over Cleveland. Nearly 30% uh, people had that pick there. The most popular incorrect pick was San Francisco over Arizona at less or just over a quarter of a percent. Uh, So many, many, many people did well this week in their survivor picks. Um, Dang, that was a close game though.
0: Yeah, it was. And the most popular pick heading into week nine is the Chiefs over the Brownies. If you're still alive, you're running out of good teams. It's going to start getting tough, dude. (laughs) It's
1: absolutely right, man. All right, let's do the fantasy go back starts of the week, Casey, where we go back in time into the what if category. Uh, What would have happened for me? I had a crap load of dudes on by this week. There was nothing I could do. I just fielded the only team really I could.
0: Yeah, well, Dave, I was able to get the job done. I could have played Sammy Watkins instead of Juju Smith-Schuster. And it's funny, (laughs) I was talking with the owner of Bolt Action about what a crappy season Sammy's having. And then he goes (laughs) off for over 102 TDs. So, right in my face. But, Dave, I was not able to sneak in there uh, with 132 points and um, get past the Green Bud Packers to steal that third place. Uh, trophy for the uh, the money this week so um, i nice. could have had You know, could have been up there and had the number one, but at least they got some money. So I'll take it.
1: That's better than no money. That's for sure, dude. I'll tell you what. Some money is better than no money. (laughs) That's where I'm in, in the no money category. (laughs) Um, All right. Moving forward, Casey, with the main event of uh, the trend zone of this week, the game nine, uh, the week nine, rather, game previews. We have a handful of really nice games uh, on schedule for the people. I'll get it started with Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore at home hosting the Stellars are favored by three
0: wow dude this is a hugely important game as the Steelers already lost to the uh, the Ravens earlier in the season uh Big Ben's got the broken finger on his non um, throwing hand uh
1: no big deal shooter,
0: yeah no big deal Ben can play with that so and uh speaking of no big deal no big deal that Le'Veon Bell is out of there, dude, because the Terminator, James Conner, dude, over 200 scrimmage yards last week and two touchdowns. I remember we were watching this game. It's like, Oh, Conner's only got about 30 yards. And then a quarter later, he was well over 200. <laughs> um, this is a guy that you like to get around. Um, I think the team is rallying around him. We know about the offense and then that, that defense, dude. I don't know what the Cowboys didn't see in TJ Watt, uh, when we went with Taco Charlton instead. Uh huh. This cat's got four <laughs> sacks in his past three games and had a one of those sacks and two um, tackles for losses last week. So that defense is coming around.
1: This is a huge game for the Steelers, bro. It's a huge game for both of these teams. Obviously, divisional matchups are really doubly valuable, and when Baltimore's sitting at four and four and Pittsburgh at four, two and one, this one has a real, real uh, important feel to it uh, moving forward into the the rest of the season. Baltimore, as far as the season goes, Flacco's been playing well. They've been sneaking Lamar Jackson uh, into the mix and getting some productivity out of him as well. Uh the defense had been playing well uh until uh recently they got clobbered uh by the Panthers last week. They gave up a ton of points at uh at that in that game. But uh, you know, overall this Ravens defense has been pretty strong. The Ravens team has been pretty balanced, uh, and at home they gotta be uh feeling pretty good about their chances uh hosting these Stillers. You know what, dude, I gotta go back to uh the fantasy go back for a quick second. I got a <laughs> rant. For
0: my other in my other league. I picked up that Ravens defense because the Cowboys were on a bye. how they do? Little, did, little <laughs> did I know, they got negative points. I didn't know get negative
1: points on the defense,
0: yeah. so I had a negative Whoa. seven because all those points they gave up. I lost my game by five. That is some <laughs> BS crap. I should have just gone with no defense.
1: Sounds like a personal problem
0: there, Casey. Yeah, for rant your... <laughs> over. I'm still crushing in that league, but I'm bitter about last There's still
1: league. games to preview, Casey. Carry on, sir. All right brother let's take it over to the nFC We got
0: the Atlanta Falcons at the Washington Redskins, and the skins are one and a half point favorites at
1: home, yeah, and this Falcons team really won for me one of the most disappointing teams. I really thought this team was poised to to have a phenomenal season. They have got a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball and a lot of close losses this season uh and sitting at three and four and a surprising Redskins team at five and two this and they're on the road here um against the veteran quarterback and Alex Smith, man, I'll tell you what, this fal—this is a pivotal game. The Falcons have got to get to 500 this week, dude. Yeah, man, I'm all about that because these <laughs> Washington
0: Redskins sitting at 5-2 and two on top of the NFC East, dude, and I'm yeah. really not believing the team is that good. But what they do is they run the ball and they play good defense, man. Alex Smith is not really attacking teams downfield, not that they really have the personnel to do it, but you just, Turn around and hand it to Adrian Peterson, dude. Found a fountain of youth, bro. This guy had 149 uh, rushing yards last week, a uh, receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Nobody as old as him has done that out of the running back position, man. He has definitely found the fountain of youth there, dude. Yep. But the defense is what's getting it done, dude. They're at a plus seven on the takeaway giveaway, and they're shutting down these running backs. They did it a couple weeks ago to Zeke. They did it to, say, Quan Barkley a couple weeks ago. And then last week, man, um, oh, that was Saquon last week. So they're just holding these cats down. So you play good defense, be careful with the ball, and you start stacking wins. So um, the rest of the teams in the NFC East got to see these skins start losing a little bit. Come back to the pack, baby.
1: Yeah, it was one of my surprise teams at the beginning of the year, Casey. They seem to have panned out. That Alex Smith acquisition, pretty impressive. Well, they don't hand out those trophies at the Mid-season? Uh,
0: midway point. Dave. Not yet. <laughs> Not just yet. Okay. All right, brother, we've got another one here. The L.A. Rams at the New Orleans Saints.
1: All right, man. Well, we'll talk about these Rams. I mean, what the, what can you say about these Rams? They are uh cranking it right now, dude, at 8 and Oh, Todd Gurley is a touchdown machine and uh obviously Goff doesn't have to do a heck of a lot. They have the new acquisition uh this week uh, coming in there at uh, on the defensive uh line there uh, adding Fowler uh this team is absolutely stacked on paper and they're doing it on the field they're getting even better defensively Aaron Donald uh racking up sacks uh, all season long um and the Rams uh they are a hard offense to stop dude yeah and these Saints
0: man they they might the Saints might be the best team in football they have looked absolutely amazing went and got a little revenge in Minnesota last week i don't think it's going to really close up that wound, but at least they got that win. Drew Brees is playing out of his mind. And uh, Alvin Kamara, the one-two punch with him and Ingram. They're still sorting out how they're going to get the carries around for those guys now that um, Ingram's back in the mix. And Michael Thomas is an absolutely dominating weapon, dude. Um, he He's had big games against these Rams in the past, so um, this might be an NFC Championship preview, or this might show who's going to host that game in the playoffs. It's going to be a lot of fun, dude. I cannot wait for that.
1: No doubt about that, dude. All right. Up next, the green Bay Packers at the new England Patriots and the Patriots are at home favored by six over the pack.
0: Yeah, dude, and these Packers are coming off a brutal loss to the Rams. It looked like, um, we were going to see Aaron Rodgers get the ball back down by two with just a couple minutes oh. left in the game and go down there and get that win. And it wasn't to be, uh, with Montgomery fumbling, but it looks like this team is getting, um, in order. They really frustrated the Rams last week, held that high powered offense down for most of that game. Yep. Um, so I'm really impressed with the way they were playing, um, we mentioned haha Clinton Dix. He's been traded away too. So we're going to have a little new look secondary there. But anytime you got Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be in the game and Aaron Jones is starting to take over that backfield and be the guy there. For these Packers, and Devontae Adams dude is also stepping up and becoming an elite receiver in this league. Oh, and by the no way, they got Jimmy Graham, too. So, uh, lots of weapons there, man. This is a huge game for these Packers sitting at 3-3-1, coming off of a loss, man. Now,
1: guess what? You get the Patriots on the road. Whew, yeah, I know. Nothing like going to New England with a desperate feeling like these Packers have right now, sitting uh, with that record. And New England, as they tend to do, sort of just plodding along. Oh, guess what? Halfway through the season, they're 6 and too uh and they are so tough to beat at home. Uh the depleted uh Aaron Rodgers with uh you know w- working on a one and a half legs or whatever um you know it's gonna be a very very difficult situation uh, for them to go into New England and and to handle uh Bill Belichick and company but the um, running backs for the Patriots have been massively dinged up. Hopefully they get Sony Michelle back. Uh, they got some productivity out of Patterson, uh, and that was pretty impressive. Uh, but uh, this is kind of riding on Tom Brady, although Hogan, Edelman, and Gronk, they could just come into shape there a little bit uh, moving forward and be a problem for that Green Bay uh, defense. Who knows? We'll see. All right, up
0: next, Dave, your Los Angeles Chargers at the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And those Hawks are point-and-a-half
1: favorites at home. Yeah, I guess a little surprising, but not really, because they're so tough at home, uh, the Seahawks. But the Chargers, uh, coming off that bye, they were in uh, London across the pond there, and they squeaked by a Tennessee Titans team that stole momentum in the second half, and really could have won the game with a two-point conversion at the end. It was a ballsy call. They came up short. And um, and now sitting pretty at 5-2 and two, uh, are the Chargers. Uh, still looking up at the Chiefs, though. This is a Uh, a critical win to try and keep pace and show that this Charger team is a legitimate squad uh, heading forward. And being a team like Seattle on the road shows the kind of, uh, uh, the kind of team that the Chargers want to be. Defensively, uh, the Chargers getting better throughout the year, playing basically Seattle's Legion of Boom type of defense, um, and then also looking to get Melvin Gordon back uh, from that ba- that bad hammy. They've rested him for two weeks now, including the bye and the London trip. Uh, so hopefully he comes back. They were uh, struggling to run the ball without him. Phil Perkins is having a great season, though.
0: Yeah, and the Seattle, not as tough as it used to be, uh, playing wise. You can, teams can go in there and get wins now. It's still not easy, but it's not like it was. Russell Wilson playing some great football as always. What else is new? But Dave, this running game, this newfound running game with Chris Carson, baby, that's what's new. It's a throwback. Had over 100 yards in the touchdown last week. He's got wow. 300 yard games this year, and he loves to run that football at home. Over four yards to carry there, dude. But it's the defense, man. Even though the Legion of Boom is not around anymore, they're mm-hmm. still sitting there at a plus ten in the turnover, damn, um, ratio there, and they're holding teams to under 19 points a game. So once again, you run the football and you play defense helps to have Russell Wilson. But Seattle, this was supposed to be a, a, a you know, a rebuild year, but here they find themselves in the mix. They're definitely. I don't think they're going to win the division, but a four and three, man, that's going to be a. They're in position to get one of those wild cards, man, to win against your Chargers would help uh, make that happen. Hey, Dave, I know we were going to get out of here, but I I can't help but see one one more game. One more on the (laughs) the docket. Let's go ahead and get a Monday night in there. It's those Tennessee Titans and my Dallas Cowboys, and I don't know how this is accurate, but Dallas are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, these Titans coming in here at three and four. Everything was looking pretty a couple of weeks ago uh, for this Titans team. Now, uh, staring up at uh, Houston uh, in the division there. But I'll tell you what, um, Marcus Mariota, you know, quietly having a very uh, efficient season, uh, using his legs a little bit, but uh, throwing the ball uh, pretty well. Dion Lewis running the ball very well. Um, a, a versatile and an electric kind of a back for them unfortunately uh, Derrick Henry not as good as they were hoping for that sort of thunder and lightning one 2 punch there uh but not too late for him to get it going um and uh, this Titans team you know they they they're they're a physical physical football team uh and it it's going to be a tough challenge this is going to be a uh you know a lunch pail kind of punch you in the mouth kind of a football game dude
0: Yeah, both these teams are struggling to stay relevant, man. Whoever drops to three and five is probably pretty much out of the mix here. Dallas, good news is um, they've been playing pretty good football at home. Bad news is they're only averaging 20 points a game, man. That offense is not what it's been so uh, expected to be. Mm -hmm. They fire their offensive uh, line coach during the week. Mark Colombo is going to take over there. Hopefully he can get more productivity out of this line because it's really not been good. Missing Travis Frederick and working in Connor Williams, the mm-hmm. rookie there at left guard. But when Dak's been pressured, he's really struggled. They, they need the play action. They need to move that pocket, get him outside. And they got to get Zeke going, too. I yep. don't want to see them just run the ball. Hey, first down, stack and nine. Let's run. Let's mix it up. Let's get creative with the play call. Um, we do get to see the debut of Amari Cooper there. Yeah. Instantly is the best receiver on the team. Hopefully they have. A, pack, a few packages in there, and let's see Michael Gallup get more action, dude. This guy has proven that he's a playmaker. Let's get him in the mix and see what he can do. And this defense, Dave, has been better than anybody thought they were. We yep. know about Marcus Lawrence, but getting David Irving back and Randy Gregory in the mix has really been good. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch has been uh, better than I thought. I was unsure about this guy. He looks like a baby Sean Lee, and Sean Lee is playing like a man possessed too. So a hugely important game. Uh, the Monday night at Jarrow World, um, the Cowboys got to have it, man. This is going to be a fun game, dude. I hope I feel good on Tuesday morning.
1: <laughs> Me too. Got to get Dak involved with his legs, though, too, because yeah. threatening uh, that run with Dak is, is such a, a, another dimension, you know. All right, that is going to do it. For the week nine preview trend zone show. Don't forget to subscribe on our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or subscribe on YouTube, excuse me, iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or just go to footballradio show.com, get it all right there. That is gonna do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. He's Casey, I'm Dave, and we are out of here.